Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about what it takes to be a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. I'm joined on the panel this week by Tracy Heinrichs, agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel. Hi, everyone. Kevin Close, client services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel. Hi, everybody. And back in our production back in our production facility. <laughs> I think that's what we should rename it. <laughs> we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Excellent. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in and listening to us and watching us. Um, for those of you who have been following us since the beginning, um, on our very first show in January and on subsequent shows in question and answer uh, type episodes, we have been addressing what it means to be a Dreams Unlimited travel agent and the criteria we have and when we look for new agents and when we do look for new agents, what we're looking for specifically. So we thought we would do uh, a show just about being a Dreams Unlimited travel agent and talk to you a little bit about what we have planned coming up uh, for bringing on new agents and what you can do to be an agent. Now, before we go any further, I want you to all stop sending me an email because I know you're doing it right now. Listen to the rest of the show. We're going to give you some information that should help you going forward. So if you're interested in being an agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, um, we invite you to watch the whole show and we will have some information for you. We think you'll find useful. So let's get started. Tracy, where do you want to begin? Let's begin in the good old days. Ah, uh, the Way good old days. back when, long before Tracy came about. When things were much more quiet. <laughs> yes, when things were peaceful. Less interrupted. Harmo- yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, when you think about where dreams started and um, knowing, talking to some of our agents who have been with dreams from day one, we have agents on on our team that have been here since day one. And these, I like to call them like almost our foundation, our legacy agents. These are the agents who built dreams, really. Um, You know, they, there wasn't a model in place. I think since dreams, there's a lot of other companies doing similar things and, and imitating and doing different things and some people creative and doing their own. But I, I think when, you know, I think back, I was in the industry when dreams started in a very different capacity. And I think, you know, these agents, you guys really forged the way, you know, it was a lot of trial and error. I'm sure trying to figure out what works and, and, and I'm also sh- convinced it was probably interesting from Disney's point of view not used to dealing with agents in this capacity as well. Right. We have a representative with Disney, our, our district sales manager. And this is the person who helps us sort of liaise with Disney when we have problems or issues or even just um, marketing issues and things like that going forward, helping us build our business. And at the time, um, we met with someone at Disney who was a district sales manager, and she was that we were very, very lucky in that she was very open to us because nobody at Disney knew what we were doing. What do you mean you're not a traditional travel agency? What do you mean you don't have traditional travel agents? How can you expect to bring in business? And she really took a chance on us and helped us uh, take that first step into booking Disney travel because, again, we were not agents. Um, and in a lot of ways, you know, not being travel agents, we didn't have ideas in our head of what should be done or shouldn't be done. So we just did things the way we thought we should do them. And, you know, for what it's worth, we're here 17 years later and things are going pretty well. So 
we go back and we recognize and we celebrate what we were, but we also recognize that we have grown as a company significantly since that point. And our needs change and our consumers' needs have changed. So it's no longer that sort of we're no longer satisfied with fumbling in the dark. Right. Right. We have processes in place, we have systems in place, and we have a plan going forward. Yeah. And so that's really where things transitioned. And I know on, on that early show you're talking about in January, we talked about how, you know, we were looking for experienced travel agents. And these are who we want to bring on. And that really speaks to where the business is business being dreams, where our client need is, but also where the industry has gone to. So there were a lot of reasons for wanting that. Um, and over the last three or four years, uh, we kind of revamped a little bit how we were searching out potential agents and, and our hiring and training processes. And we've brought on since several um, really you know great agents and productive agents. And we have... Uh, we have a really good team. We've gotten some, there's been some criticism that we're not willing to hire people with no experience. And the criticism is that you started with no experience. Well, yes, that's true. Except for one thing. The business has grown to where that's no longer a possibility. Right. We don't have the, the ability now to train someone from the floor up. Right. You have to come in with some level of experience. Yeah. And we'll address that a little bit later as well in how we're uh you know some of our ideas going forward um but we found this year we we find it we found it i don't know if hard's the right word but more we're challenging for sure more challenging we're very picky mm-hmm. we and i think one of the reasons and and some people have asked me as the person who gets a lot of the emails coming in people looking looking to add to join our team people I've asked me about criteria and kind of why we're so picky. I kind of think there's two kinds of host agencies out there. You know, there's the agency where you can use our number and that's the end of our connection. So you can use our, you know, our agency ID number to do your reservations, but you bring in your own clients, you kind of create your own business model, you forge your own way. Or then there's us where you know we have a team of people who are bringing in potential leads and who are who are out promoting us and things. So we have to be more selective about who we're trusting. Mm-hmm. You know these add, leads too. I'm going to add one more thing to that. Um you know, if you work for, say, Costco or you work for some other agency with a big name, you don't really represent the person who owns the company. When you work for Dreams Unlimited Travel, you are representing the owners. And as owners, Pete and I are up and out front all the time. You see us on our podcasts. You see us in the parks. You come on our, our cruises, events. on our events and our cruises. So um, we want to be represented in the best light possible and have the best people working for us. And I think the flip of that is true as well. We want to be the best we can be for our agents and our employees. And so it makes sure all the way around everybody is represented well and nobody brings us down. Nobody, There's nothing out there that sort of bogs us down. So I mentioned that this year was it's been tough. It's been challenging um, in identifying potential candidates. So because we were struggling, instead of bringing on – we won't bring on the wrong candidates. Um, that's just – a given, you know, we're not going to lower the standard um, just to fill seats. That's not our goal for sure. So we got to talking about different ideas and we thought, you know what? 
maybe we should try something different. It's not to say, you know, hopefully it'll work. We're going to put everything we can into it to make it work. But why not try something new and different? And you want to talk about it? You want me to? Sure, I'd love you to talk about it because <laughs> I think I'm on the edge of my seat. Let's not plan this before the show starts. Let's plan no, it. we have our no, notes we out. We, we are, yeah, what, again, as Tracy said, we used to identify our, our uh, potential agents and then they would go through a training process. They would go through a screening process with Tracy and then a training uh, with Tracy one on one. And what we're looking to do now, uh, early next year in 2017, is we're actually going to be looking to bring on a bunch of agents. Um, the number has not been set, but let's say six to 10 might be the number we're looking <laughs> for. And instead of doing a one on one training with Tracy, we are looking to do a group training. You want to talk a little bit more about what we're, ideas yeah. we had for the training? So what I'm thinking is um, one-on-one training, as you can imagine, is time-consuming. And that was one of our reasons in wanting experienced travel agents. So that people were coming to us, and I was doing one-on-one training, teaching them about Dreams Unlimited Travel and our processes and our policies. I wasn't teaching them how to be a travel agent. And even though they had travel agent experience, it was also very important that they had Disney experience. They had to be, you know, Disney passionate, Disney geeks, you know. Right. They had to have that passion for Disney as well. Well, versed in Disney as well. I mean, yeah. because I think I think one of the hardest things to teach somebody is the nuances of Disney. That's right. And and to be passionate about Disney. You know, those, this is not this is not step one, step two, step three. You have to come to us with that passion. Right. So by doing an, um, we're going to do a, probably a week. We haven't worked out all the details yet, obviously. Um, we have originally thought we were going to do it this fall, but common sense prevailed. <laughs> and we realized there was no way we were right. going to be able to busy. pull it together properly and identify you know, likely candidates. We weren't going to be able to do that and do it this fall. So we thought we'd push it through to the spring. So we're thinking March... April ish. Um, and our plan is to bring down to Orlando, you know, a group of six to 10 agents for a week of still kind of one-on-one training, but in person right? as a group. So for me to be able to do the training, to reach a group of people at the same time, as opposed to one-on-one. And there'll still be a process by which we will have something up on our website where you can submit your information. Um, submit your um, uh, experience and you know why you want to be an agent and all that sort of thing and Tracy will screen those down to the best candidates and then there'll be another screening process where we pick those six to ten people to come on down to to do the next set of training so it's not going to be some random thing it's not going to be emails we will have a system set up where you can submit your information and it will go through a screening process we're going to be putting a form up on our site we'll also um, reference it and link it on our facebook page so like us on facebook if you haven't already and um, at that point once we figure out what kind of criteria we want to ask one thing we are eliminating is the importance on being an experienced travel agent. So it's not to say that that's still not a good thing if you are. I get you Uh, to the top of the list. Yeah, sure. sure. You know, that certainly gives you a leg up. Um, But we're, we're not no longer saying that that's an automatic disqualification. I'm not going to dismiss you right out by saying, Oh, you're not a travel agent. You're not even going to be considered. What we are looking for though, we are looking for people who are passionate about Disney and who are well-versed in Disney. And that has to be 
resorts that has to be you've stayed in multiple resorts um, we are looking for people who will book Walt Disney World packages um, and room stays this is our focus and this is the focus of the agents we bring on we'll be booking Walt Disney packages and room stays so part of that for us means you're not only making the reservations for your clients you're helping them choose the best resort for their family and their vacation you are helping to plan along the way dining itineraries making suggestions sharing personal experience and knowledge so that probably I would say is now number one Um, as we had said travel agency experience is a bonus uh, but not a requirement but we are looking for people who want full-time career correct we are looking for people who are are making um, this a career not a hobby not something you do part-time because I can tell you if I had a dollar for every person that said how much they'd love to be a travel agent, how it looks like the best job ever, and how much fun it is, and how you get to travel everywhere. I wouldn't have to be a travel agent, right? Exactly. <laughs> I could just take all their dollars and travel. You know, I think we have to have some. We have to uh, have an honest moment, right? And let people know that here's the deal. You know, I understand that you book all your travel for the people in your family and your friends, and you're the Disney expert in your family. It's a very different thing than being someone who works and does this for a living. We are not looking for someone who's going to work, you know, at 6 p.m. after they get home from a regular job. We're not looking for someone who's going to want to do it on weekends. And while you may think I'm the exception to that, I can do it and be the best ever, it's just not what we're looking for. Sorry, that's just the way it is. We have to have this criteria because we want you to be available during those crucial moments when, say, a discount is released during the week. And you want to be available to your clients at those times when it's important for you to be available, not after a certain amount of time. Also, people will say, well, I have a job. My regular job allows me to check email and do other stuff. We're not looking for that. We're looking for you to be full-time. This is your career. This is what you're going to commit to going forward. I think we also have to have another honest moment. There are perks to being a travel agent. None of us travel for free. It's true. (laughs) No one is going for free. When we travel, we pretty much all pay for what we travel. There might be a slight discount here and there, but there is not. The perks that you used to hear about free flights, free hotel stays, free cruises, they just don't exist. Or if you're going for free, you are working. Right. You know, um, Tracy has put together a podcast cruise six, and she's going to be on that cruise. And in all honesty, I am paying for her to go on that cruise. She's going to work her tail off. Yeah. So, you know, people say, I wish I could go and be a travel agent and go on a cruise for free. You are working. And that's the thing people see. And I think this is true for a lot of careers and positions. People see, you know, one side of it. Oh, absolutely. But there's multiple sides to this. And one of the other reasons we, we talk about full-time career and full-time commitment is because this job is a full-time commitment. This job is seven days a week, 365 days a year. There is not a day that I have not checked my email and I can't even tell you how long. And that's go, true even if I'm on vacation. No one that works for this company goes anyplace without their laptop, their iPad, their iPhone. Something, yeah. And that's not only because of what we want you to do for the company. It's also because this is how you're going to make a career out of this. Well, this is just it. Because as an agent at Dreams Unlimited Travel, I'm an independent contractor. I am a 
I am my own business. So like any business, it grows and it blossoms and it thrives because of what I put into it. And I say, you know, I check my emails around 65 days a year and it sounds like, oh, poor you, but not at all. I don't say that in a negative light. That's just reality. That is just the reality of, because I wouldn't have it any other way. Even if I'm on vacation and another agent is covering for me, I'm still checking my emails because I have a personal responsibility to those who've decided to do business. And this is also how you become successful and how our agents become successful. The idea also of days off yeah. goes out the window. That took me a long time to get used to. I come from a business background where you, I worked Monday through Friday. And Saturday and Sunday were free days. And you quickly realize that your time off is no longer in days. It's blocks of time. Right. So you might need to do something on, uh, you know, a Wednesday afternoon, and that becomes your time away from the business. But the business is still waiting for you when you get home. Your clients are still waiting for you. So the idea of days off really doesn't exist. Yeah, this is really, it really is that if we can stress anything, it's a full-time commitment. And so we talk about some of the logistics. So I talked about being an independent contractor. What does that mean? That means you are independent. You're a self-employed individual who works under the umbrella of dreams unlimited travel. And let's, let's just put it out there in plain and simple terms. You do not get a salary. This is not something where you're going to get a weekly paycheck or a monthly paycheck on. You work strictly on commission. How much you sell is how much you make based on a split with the company. So this is something to keep in mind that you want to do this and you want to change careers and now you want to be a travel agent. Well, guess what? You don't have that safety net of getting a weekly or monthly salary anymore. You got to wait for your clients to travel before you are paid. Right. And so when we talk about building a career, um, that takes a while. I left, uh, when I left to come to Dreams, I left a travel agency where I had an established clientele, and then you move and you start all over again. So there was some planning involved. When was I going to start? When could I financially set myself up? It takes a while for that money to start to flow. Because as you know, when you're booking your own travel, you're not booking it usually in traveling this month. So for you to start getting a regular income and start to feel like you know it is paid monthly, but for you to start to feel this is a monthly income annual salary that I'm looking for... Um, I would say a good six months minimum, more like a year before you're going to see things start to flow on a regular basis. So keep that in mind as well. And this sounds like, it sounds like a lot of negativity, but I prefer to call it honesty. Right. We, we're trying well, to be also, honest. You right. need to know what you're coming into. Exactly. Right. Because otherwise what happens is, you know, we lose an agent within the first month yeah. because they say, oops, I didn't realize it was this much work or I didn't realize it was going to take so long to get my first amount of money. I can't afford it. It doesn't do us any good. Um, let's just be honest up front and tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. So let's talk about, you know, what, would be required of you. So we're taking a chance. I don't know if taking a chance is the right phrase for that, but we've decided to, let's look at different ways to bring people in. Um, and this is something new to us, the way that we're talking about doing it. So for those who decide that this is something they want to apply and they want to go through our processes for, there's going to be some cost involved for you there. You're not paying dreams a fee. We don't chit tart, take any 
fee for giving you this this option. This is to cover your expenses for coming down for the week. So there's going to be a cost involved. There's going to be, um, you're going to have to come with a working, a reliable, good condition, preferably current laptop. Um, you know, there's a subscription to Office 365. Like, you know, you're responsible for maintaining your own systems. I get some people coming sometimes who say, Oh, I've used, I'm very good at computers. I've used computers forever. I'm really proficient in computers. And then when they realize there's not an IT department for them to call right. when they have a problem. You know, you're responsible for maintaining your own systems. If that means hiring an IT company yourself or paying somebody to do this, that's your responsibility just as it would in any business that you own. Right. Going back to touching on the fact that we're going to do this training and having people come down, this is not a vacation. Um, you will not have any free time. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to be in classrooms and learning stuff, so it is not a family vacation. If you bring your family, it's just not going to work. I would, yeah, and I would, yeah, strongly discourage you not to. Um, in fact, I would probably tell you don't, because I think already that would make me question right. your commitment to this as a career, because I wouldn't bring my family to any other career training. You also have to have a proficient knowledge of your own computer. This is not computer training. Right. Training would, you would be trained on Dreams Unlimited travel systems. Right. But you're not going to get computer training. Yeah, there's going to be no copy and pasting training. There's going to be no how to open up a Word document training. Right. Um, You need to know how to double click and you say, what does double click mean? (laughs) Right. We have a problem. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're comfortable in the environment. We're an online agency. You will be working online a lot. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're comfortable in that environment. You want to talk a little bit about uh, sort of how they're, we want someone to have uh, their own office at home, office space? I think it's important. You want to have a dedicated workspace. Um, you want to have a spot where, you know, you've, you can dedicate to work. I found recently in the last couple of years, I built a separate office in a separate part of my house and just having that door where I can kind of come and go. So I have a little bit of set hours within the house, but you really had to have to have that dedicated workspace because if you don't, it just starts to permeate your life. And you also, you're going to be talking to clients. You're going to be talking to suppliers or Disney and you don't want, you know, the kids are running in the background and the husband's asking what's for dinner and, this is a professional career. Right. You also have to, I found my folks, I miss them terribly, but my folks didn't understand that because I was around all the time, yes. that I was actually working. And that I, because they could see me didn't mean that I wasn't working. I know that's a weird way to say it, but. No, people will take advantage of you thinking you're home all the time. So that means you can run me to the store right, or right. take me to the doctor right, yes. and think that you're Why not really. Why don't you come over for lunch? Why right. don't we do this? And you think, well, I really am working. This is my job. This is what I'm doing. And having a separate dedicated space will help you have that separation of That's your right. work life and your home life for sure. And I hear from a lot of people who say, why, well, you know, I have the kids at home now. I'm a stay at home mom. So think about it. Are you able to have a full-time career with your kids at home? I would say put yourself in an office situation. You're now in a, a structured office. Would your children be an interruption? Right. Right. And again, all of this sounds like, you know, very business. There's a whole other side of this job. Right. There's, we are selling Disney vacations. I ain't selling shoes to stinky feet people. I'm like... <laughs> 
I am selling I Disney vacations. Like this, right. there's, there's joy to it. There's a lot of joy to this. There's a lot of, um, there is pride and responsibility in being a business owner, a successful business owner and, 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 and your agent. integrity and your knowledge and, and your, yeah. There Belief is. in the product. Mm-hmm. I, I hear this because we're out all the time with, you know, people who come up to us at events and when they see us in public, I hear the same thing over and over again. Everybody in my family trusts me as the Disney expert. I think I would be a good travel agent. There is a huge difference between your sister-in-law asking you which hotel you're staying at, they should stay at. And having a client paying thousands of dollars for a vacation that you're responsible for, the level of um, the level of responsibility jumps exponentially, and you are now responsible for all their vacation. So it's a different level of responsibility. It's a different level of a commitment. That's no longer enough being the family expert. And the challenge is being able to find the right product and book a vacation and make sure that this family has the best time ever for people you don't know. You know right. your sister-in-law. You know where price range she's looking in. You know what she likes. You know that she didn't like it when you stayed at you know the Holiday Inn last year. You know a lot of information about the people in your life. Now you're doing this with strangers. And so that's they a whole... email a lot of times. Yes, and, and that- this is where the business aspect comes in. This is where the professional aspect comes in, being able to you know discuss and not just book everybody on your vacation you know so while i may love a, a particular resort i can't just book everybody that wants to book with me at that resort because that's the one i like so yeah. now you have to be able to bring the knowledge and and kind of right i want to point out kevin just mentioned something very important working with people in email working people through worth people through uh our specific forms we need people who can write very well if you if we put up this form and we have a field in there and you've decided not to use punctuation or, or capital letters <laughs> or you give us all capital letters or, paragraphs. or you can't put a simple paragraph together or sentence together, you will not be considered. You have to be able to communicate in a written format to your potential clients, to your fellow agents, to Disney. So this If you is are very unsure, type out what you think you want to say and have someone who is not afraid to tell you the truth, read it. Don't have your spouse read it. Don't have someone who knows that your feelings might get hurt. This has to be a professional level of communication. Or copy and paste it into a Word document and have a look at how many red marks and underlines there are. Exactly. <laughs> that so, might be a clue, too. Thank goodness email now does it for you automatically. You know, everything would be spelled wrong in mine. Yeah. So, again, I think Tracy's right. You know, we're, We have come across in the beginning part of this as – this is bad and you know, you're going to do this, 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 and this, there's a fun aspect to it as well. Before we get into the fun aspect, let's just do a quick recap of what we're looking for. We're looking for folks who are passionate about Disney, yes, specifically Walt Disney World. And not just passionate, experienced. Right. So people who have stayed at different resorts, they've been in the parks, they have been here on vacation multiple times, and that's and more than once or twice. Right. And we're also looking for folks who have that same level of passion for Disneyland. Um, we're looking to sell these more of these land, quote-unquote, vacations. Um, you have to be able to have the time commitment and to make this a full-time job. It's not a part-time job. It's not a hobby. 
Um, you have to have certain skills that we're looking for. We are looking for you to have computer skills in terms of being able to manage your own systems and uh, be able to keep your computer in a working condition so that you don't have problems. We're looking for people with good written communication skills as well as verbal communication right. skills. You have to be able to talk to people on the phone and represent yourself well. I would also add, and again, this was a hard thing for me to do because I came from an office environment. You have to be able to be, work on your own. You have to be a self-starter. You have to be self-motivated. Uh, no one's going to come around and want you to join the potluck. You have to be able to be a solitary worker. And for some people, that's really hard. There's no one to bounce things off from. You're on your own. There's this fantasy. Oh, I'd love to work from home. If I could work from home, that would be the best thing ever. For some people, it's not. I can tell you, I've actually looked into having a, renting office space and having a place to go because working from home is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> there's, you know, there's it's a double-edged sword for sure. I would also say another, uh, when we're talking about skills, we said being a travel agent isn't necessary. Um, but what did you do in your, in your career? What have you, have you, other things have you done? Are you experienced in sales? Have you run your own business? Have you, you know, do you have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit? So there's other skill sets from other work environments that would definitely come into play here. Cause this is a lot less of an office job and more so of a sales job. I think customer service, have you worked in customer service oriented businesses because customer service is Huge number part of one. What we do, right? yeah. I think there are things that will push you to the front uh, of the list. If you do have travel agent experience, I think that's going to get you high on our list and going to get you someone who will be considered uh, ahead of other people. I will also say if you speak another language, not only speak another language, but be able to read and write another language, that would give you a leg up on someone else who's applying who does not have that skill set. So these are things we'd be looking for as well. Um, so let's just recap real quick. What we plan on doing is shortly after this podcast airs, we will have a form on our site where we will start to take applications. We'll have specific questions um, that are geared towards the skill set we're looking for. The things we've mentioned in this podcast and things that we'd be looking for specifically. Um, once we get those, Tracy will go through them and sort of weed them down and get to our best candidates. And then we'd be looking to do a training session in March-ish. I don't want to give you a specific time just in case we can't do it. Of 2017, um, Tracy touched on this. You'd be coming to... Walt Disney World, you'd be coming to the Central Florida area for an intense training session. Um, you'll be expected to pay your expenses up front. And when you become an agent, we will reimburse you at certain sales goals so that we know that you are investing in the process as much as we are investing in the process. Yeah, and we're not looking to make money off of this. No, absolutely And not. that's why um, – it's strictly once you know you've got the initial investment, but we're certainly willing to reimburse as you know, as you stay. <laughs> right, exactly. You don't want someone to come down and take the training, and then in two weeks say, "Guess what? I can't do this." We've we don't want to invest that much of, uh, of finances into you. We want you to have some skin in the game. I would also suggest that if you send your resume to me, 
or Craig or any of the other podcasters, it's going to be a check mark against you because you didn't follow directions. There's going to be directions on how to do this. Right. That won't help you in any way. Please don't send us emails. Please don't go through the podcast accounts and say, I think I'd be a good agent. Please don't post on the boards. Me too. Me too. Right? Me too. Please right. don't, don't email to Tracy. me. Please don't. Please don't. You know, we are looking for people who can work within our systems. And one of our systems at the moment will be this process for finding agents. And if you can't follow this process, our first thought is going to be, why can't they follow the first steps we've given them? And also, please, um, I get a lot, a lot, a lot of emails, a lot of resumes, a lot of questions about being an agent. Um, I can't answer them all. I cannot. I would spend my entire day just answering emails. Mm-hmm. I get some emails that are a little bit like an exam. There's a list of very detailed questions that people want me to answer before they apply. Um, yeah, we this ain't that kind of game. <laughs> Hopefully we've answered some of those here. Right. I guess that was part of what we wanted to accomplish here. Was there will answers. be more specific questions from right. this, and I have to tell you, we're not going to answer them. Yeah. Um, we just can't. That's not the way. And we're also not going to divulge a whole lot of information about our operations and how we do business until we've identified you mm-hmm. as a likely candidate. So that might sound harsh. And if it does, sorry, but it kind of has to be that way. Um, what you'll find when you do join the dreams team is many of us wear many different hats. And so I just, I'm not the person who only hires and trains. So I'm not sitting just waiting for resumes and emails to come in. I don't have that kind of time to commit. So once this form goes out, this form will give me everything I need to Again, then. Please make them. sure your writing skills are up to par. And then after the form, like I'll kind of narrow it down and I will contact those who I'm interested in taking on to the next step. And at that point, I may ask you for more information. I may ask you to send me a resume. There's different approaches that I may take at that point. Um, but I think we have to streamline and it has to start with the form. All right. All right. So we've gotten through the through the meat of it and this is the things we're looking for. Let's talk about the fun part of being a travel agent. Okay. I think we have to end on that. Otherwise, Absolutely. it's just like people are going to be clicking us off and saying, I don't want to do this job. Um, first and foremost, Tracy touched on it. We are selling Disney travel and many of us are now selling other travel. Right. Things that we find exciting, things that we love to do. And there's nothing better than sharing your passion with other people. Being excited about coming back from vacation and, and telling your clients or telling other people what a great time you had, showing them pictures. So, again, you're selling something that's fun and cool. It's not boring. You know, it's something that's really, really. You're not selling storm windows. Right. It's great to sell. What else do you want to tell them as far as why is it great to be a dream day? Um, I have one. Okay. You're probably going to have to come to Disney World more often than you did in the past. That's right. Because you have to keep up with what's new and what's Mm -hmm. current and what's changed. So you're going to have to plan to do that a little bit more. It's not free. Right. (laughs) Keep saying it. It's not free. It's not free. Disney World doesn't give free travel to travel agents. You're still going to have to pay for it out of your own pocket. But. That's kind of fun. But it's also an investment, right? Oh, so yeah. like, for example, um, I'm going to do a cruise soon. And there's an expense involved in me doing that. There's an expense in every time I come to Disney World. We recently did a show on Fort Wilderness Cabins where I stayed for a weekend. That was on, on my dime. But it's all about growing my business. So the more I know, the more I can share, the more I can get you excited. So that's kind of all part of it. So when we say it's not free, 
consider it's an investment. And any, I'm sure there's accountants out there right now yelling at their screen or at their iPod saying, you know, write-offs and things. You're a business owner, so there are expenses involved in owning the business. But People ask about our travels with adventures by Disney all the time. And I can tell you that I can sell you an adventure that I've been on much faster than I can sell you one that I haven't been on. I can get you facts and figures about the ones I haven't been on, but when I'm passionate about something, I think that comes through. I love being a self-employed person. I love owning my own business. I love that I have flexibility. Um, even though I, you know, you've all heard me say I work every day of the year, I can choose those blocks of time when I want to be off. Um, I love that I can work from anywhere. I was going to say, so, have you ever worked in an airport waiting area? Exactly, all the time on an airplane. Airplanes right. with Wi-Fi are my favorite thing ever. Um, because I'm, I, what else am I going to do? I can work for right. Is you that know? sort of time. So I love that really part of it, but I love, I love. This is going to sound weird and corny, but I love my clients. I love the satisfaction of that email that I did something that made their vacation better because I don't take lightly that for everybody, vacation dollars don't come as easy as maybe they do to me or others. So for some people, they work a lot of hours for those vacation dollars. And the fact that I can be a part of making them maximize it, the fact that they can come back to me, my favorite thing is when clients come back and they send me a picture. I love seeing the pictures of you know the family or the kids meeting Mickey. There's so... There's so much joy from working with people. And I've worked customer service in some capacity my entire working career. And there's just something about it that, and I think that's the intangible. You know, I can monetize my salary, or not considered a salary, but I can monetize the commission I make or how much I make, or, you know, I can count how many trips I get to go on or, or what I've done. But that number, I can't quantify. There's there's something intangible about the joy that Absolutely you get. True. They talk about people having uh, your vacation memories are some of the strongest memories you have, you carry through your life. And you're a part of helping people make those extremely memorable moments. And, I mean, if you look back over your life, I'm sure you remember the times you were on vacation. So uh, there's something, even though you're on the periphery, there's something very, very rewarding in being involved in that. Excellent. Anything else we want to add before we close the show? We cover all of our points? I think we have. So, again, I want to remind folks, we're going to announce it on the Dreams Facebook page. We'll probably put it on the other podcasts. I'll make an announcement during our housekeeping segments. Um, just to let folks know when this form is available for you to start submitting uh, your information. Tracy will go through and pick the best candidates and be contacting folks. Uh, important to notice to note that we would not be telling you no. So if you're expecting us to give you a, a yes or no answer, that's not going to happen. Right. You'll be contacted if we consider you. I also want to say one more thing. I know people are going to say, well, what about what I've submitted in the past? Starting from scratch. We're starting fresh. So we're going to disregard what we received in the past. We feel we've gone through those. And the reason why we're doing a new form and not the old form is because we feel like the old form didn't capture all the information we wanted in the proper way. We think this new form will give us better information to help us make a better decision. 
And we'll be looking through things with different glasses now. So before I was looking through not a travel agent, not a travel agent, and kind of virtually pulling them from the pile, right? Whereas now that's not going to happen. And so instead of me going back and reading all the old resumes, we start with the form. Now I may still go back you know, into my folder and see, do I have a resume from this person? If there's somebody I want more information from, but having applied before, you still need to use the form. Absolutely. I would say one more thing. Okay. If you have been a travel agent in the past, while getting your own clients is profitable, you are not responsible for going out and getting your own clients. With Dreams Unlimited Travel, Dreams Unlimited Travel provides the clients to you. Right. That is a huge difference for a sales job where you don't have to find your own leads. Yeah, we're not cold calling. Correct. All right. And with that, uh, we're going to end the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Truly appreciate it. Thank you guys for helping me have this conversation with the folks at home. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.